Three Blokes No Clue, 19th of April 2021. Uh, we're going to review round five. We're going to go through our boys again like usual. Uh, we're going to go through our tips on the leaderboard. Uh, we're also going to preview the round that's coming, and uh, we can't wait for Tin Delicious. Apparently there's something going on in Tin Delicious. I think Stay that's what you're alluding to. Who's that band, Phil? Uh, that was a former English boy band in uh, six, five, five, five. Um, how how very how very apt, Phil? How very apt. This is uh, this is Jez. Welcome to Three Blokes No Clue. I'm uh, I'm hosting this the start of this anyway. Um, <laughs> and um, doing a bes- great job. Yes, yes. Yeah, Besides, yeah. Uh, directly directly not two two seats over is one P Kimber who's. Uh, Whose D's are sitting five and O, five and O, hence the hence the title song. And uh, and uh, Philip, um, the lid's not off, is it, mate? No, the lid's not just off. Keeping it, just just keeping it squeezed tight, eh? Lid's not off yet, mate. But if we, and this is a big if, because I still rate Richmond very highly. Um, if we can roll the tikes next Saturday night, mm-hmm. uh, the lid won't be off. It'll be ripped off. I will be. You know the reason why the lid's not off? Booking my tickets for a brand Because he's a Melbourne supporter. No, because he struggles to he get someone else to open the jar for him. Maguini arms. Yeah, Phil, can we start Tin Delicious early? No, we'll just uh, <laughs> we, we'll just wait wait till later in the show for that, folks. Um, and next next to me, Clayton Morrison, the man with his laptop. Our saviour, our saviour. The saviour, yeah, yes. Yeah, Phil, Phil forgot the laptop this week, but yes. that's okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you boys should be privileged that I'm here doing this podcast with you and not eating the six ice creams in the freezer, you pricks. <laughs> I don't know where those six ice creams went, Phil. They just disappeared out of the freezer. They just disappeared out of the we had Clayton's lovely wife, Erica, say, where have the six ice creams gone? And Clayton... Yeah, the... he's just an inquisitive look and he's just, just and, a blank face and go, I don't know. And, and let's give them a bit of a visual here. If Erica turns side on, you'd miss her. And Clayton, let's just say he's got a little bit more... Girth than what Erica does. Oh, you wouldn't miss her from the oh, last you, start. You think? Uh, <laughs> you so you think? You think? Uh, you she think, listens to these too, by the way. So just just be careful. You think old mate Clay would uh, have the have the room for half a dozen ice cream? Yeah, I, I, I reckon he would. Yeah. I'll have you know, lads. I'll have you know. I had two of the six, and I haven't had one since. Oh, there you go. So. Erica and I are currently on equal pegging. There should be two left in the freezer. I offered them both to you. Yeah, you're you very kind. Very kind. The people's, the people's prince. People's, the saying, people's champion. He's yes. a, and he might, might say you did get a twinkle in his eye when we both we both refused. And, uh, he, was, he was quite happy about it. Yeah, well, now that I know they're in there, I'll have one when you fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> might even have two. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Phil, what have you been up to, mate? Uh, it's just been a bit of time with the young fella and... Uh, Watching a bit of footy and soccer and any other sport that I can find on KO, so yeah, it's just been a bit low-key for me. Smorgasbord of sport, Philip. Yeah, and a little bit of work in there, I suppose. I do front up and do a little bit of work, apparently, so... Yeah, yeah, we have to make a living, don't we? Have we to, do have indeed. To rock up there and put an appearance, don't we? Yes, yeah, get my buck 05. What about you, Clayton? You've been putting in an appearance at home? Same old, same old, mate. Um, yeah, just working here at home. Got some travel coming up, so listeners, I'll be away for, I think it's rounds eight and nine or seven and eight so we might have a special guest uh, or special guest or guests yes keep keep tuned for that Um, keep keep an ear out for the special guest but I went around to uh, Toopy's house as did your good self on Saturday and watched uh, the Port Adelaide Power put away Carlton a couple of of drinks and uh, yeah had a a nice cruisy weekend well have you know you and and, and my mate Toop were right into the beverages by the time I left with Rick yes there there were several had the bottles came out, Philip. The bottles came out, and after I left, I think they were uh, well, well on the way. They were just going right. to kick on. I was, home, I, was, the, uh, no, I was home by midnight. I was home by midnight. I was a good boy. Home by midnight. Um, now you've just come back from a little little yes, foray. Right. Yes, Jeremy. Yes, had a bit of a time away with the family. Uh, family and some very close friends of ours. We uh, went down to Halls Gap in the Grampians and unfolded our. Unfolded our um, camper trailer mm. and stayed in there for about five, six days. My, I, mind you, I myself, I unfolded the entire camper trailer as well. All no, by no help whatsoever, just no. uh, just me. Just along your own. Did mm. you? I've got a very serious question for you. Did you do the dishes while you were away? 
I'll have you know, Phil. Uh, no, Clayton. Um, <laughs> yes, Clayton. Don't don't do that. <laughs> That's an insult. I'll, uh, I'll I'll have you know that yes, I that I pretty much did most of the dishes. Uh, I just saw them there, so I thought I had to go and go and do them. They had to be done. They, they had, had to be done. done. Yeah. Very very good. Well, welcome yeah. back, mate. Good to have you back. Thanks, Ooh. boys. Thanks, boys. Yeah. Yeah. So we get. So we have to go all the way back to Thursday night, don't we? We do. We do indeed. I uh, did, I only managed to listen to part of this game on the radio, and I think it was the first <laughs> half while I was uh, while I was in the uh, in the wilderness. There's only one bloke you can blame for this. <laughs> it's this clown sitting near to my right, just giggling to himself. Because what happens? People? What happens when he gives clubs a clip? They get up. What happens when he gives yeah, them he a was little? Two, Phil was two and zero this year after after yeah. giving sides a bait. Two and zero, they've come out and they've come out and. Uh, and then what does he go and do? What's he go and do? He goes and gives them a bit of a boost, and yeah, they come boost, out yeah. and they get belted to the tune of what was it? Seventy nine points, eighty nine uh, points, eighty six points, points. points, unbelievable. Twenty goals, fourteen to seven goals, six. Uh, it was a complete domination. The Tigers are only up by four goals at half time, and then to kick twelve goals, eight to three goals, one, pretty much sums up the uh, the night. They were just dominant at. Some stages it looked like um, uh, Richmond were running around witches' hats, which is not dissimilar to the Essendon game, where Essendon just was moving the ball at ease for okay. most of that game as well, which is super disappointing for Saints fans when you see your team basically just give up and show none of the old uh, the ticker. Uh, it which was, they which they had shown in the previous week. Which they had shown in the previous week, but they went back to their old ways, unfortunately. And, you know what uh, they call that, Philip? They call, it, they call it flaky. They call it flaky. I was going to say it was called the Kimber Curse, <laughs> to be honest. Um, yeah, Higgins kicked two goals uh, against his old club, and uh, Jack Loney chipped in for a couple, but, you know, it, was, it, it wasn't it was it great for St Kilda boys. Um, and, and Richmond flex their muscles. They uh, do flex the muscles. But uh, are you are you of the side that Rich, Richmond flicks their muscles, or they were not up against much? Uh, you know what? I'm going to say Richmond flicks their muscles because on paper, St Kilda are a very good football club. We've seen over they the did last have a very late years. very late out in Rowan Marshall, Marshall, which is very important. To it would have been very handy. In, very very handy. In. Has say, he not played from this year? I uh, played, played a game last. Played the West Coast game. Uh, yeah. So go. I would say Rowan Marshall's arguably probably their most important player. Uh, because he just seems to get them first use of the ball in the middle when he is rucking for them. But boys, this is sort of getting a bit, um, you know... It's going to sound like a broken record. It's going to sound like a broken record. Like the, Just a little mass reference, just like all the abuse Bryce cops. It's sounding like a broken record now. But when you've got a bloke, and I know you shouldn't bring his salary into it, but when you sign a bloke for 900 grand a year over six years... Not even ten minutes into it and he's stabbing Brad Hill already. Yeah, but... Ten disposals for the night. Like, what was he doing? With those tens, uh, ten disposals, right? Let's have a look how many tackles he laid. Zero. Zero, Phil. Donuts. Done. Zero. Done. Not a silch. So if you're not creating any defensive pressure, and that's never been a big um, big uh, a skill set for Brad Hill's game. He's never really been the most defensive player. Um, but to only have ten disposals for the night, what was he doing for most of the night? Was he just thinking away that he's going to spend his nine hundred thousand dollar a year salary? Like it's just, and then the next day for, or the, later that night, I think for Brett Ratton to come out and say, "Oh, we're not going to drop Brad Hill. Uh, he's a proud man. He'll bounce back." Maybe he needs a couple of weeks in the in the resis to build up his confidence because clearly at the it's moment, not going, to, not going to do him any harm, is it? He is in no man's land at the moment. One saving grace for St Kilda boys, and this is something yes. that's just come up in my feed now. The highest ever senior score recorded in Australian football was recorded this weekend. Campbell's Creek defeated Primrose in the Maryborough Castle Main District Football League. 100 goals, 34, 634. <laughs> to three goals straight, 18 against Primrose. 16 of the 22 players for Campbell's Creek scored. Uh, top scorer was uh, Butch Satori with 18 I'm, I'm goals. Impressed. I'm impressed with the other mob getting three. Well, yeah. three straight. Very, three straight. Very accurate. That's, that's accurate. That deep very, very nice. So that, could have, that, could have been, that could have been a lot worse. Yes. 100 goals, 34, 634 beats three straight, 18. You know what? 100 goals, 34. Yeah, I don't really like the conversion rate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what happened with the Eagles uh, at home against the Pies? Well, they got the job done, didn't they, boys? They did. 
They did um, injuries to Howe and Goey. Well, the Pies were looking good in the first quarter. They were. They had they had Darcy Moore forward. Oh, you get this bloke. And, no, you mentioned him, Darcy Moore and Phil just... Yeah, they, yeah. they had Darcy Moore forward. Yeah. They also had Grundy floating forward. They did. And both were actually taking some very nice contested marks. Yeah, they were. In, in the forward 50. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when an injury yeah. to... Um, when an injury to Jordan Degoe mm-hmm. and... Jeremy Howard, who was a very, very important member of the of the Collingwood back, back six, just uh, completely unsettled them. Um, yeah, that they probably would have lost anyway. Yep. West Coast just they just corrected some things and uh, ended up just rolling over the top of them. They just did the job. They didn't. But uh, just just for a minute there, Collingwood looked very dangerous mm. Uh, mm. with more. But you can't have two Darcy Moors, can you, Phil? Yeah, you, you know what? I agree with everything that you said, there, mate. Jeremy Howe is a very important member of the Collingwood Defensive Six. You know who's more important in Collingwood's defence, mate? Fucking Darcy Moore, who's probably arguably the well, best at, defender running at, around at, the at competition. A sta- at, a, at a stage this year, he was almost going for best player of the comp, let alone best uh, defender. And Nathan Buckley is in self-preservation mode at the moment. If he thinks that playing Darcy Moore in the Ford 50 is going to save his joke of a coaching career, he's got rocks <laughs> in his fucking head. Now this, and I said this on the group chat, boys. This really, really shitted me to tears. This would be the equivalent of Melbourne doing the same thing with Stephen May. Oh, we've got no options up forward. Now, you know what the inclusions were? Let's take a step back. The inclusions for that fucking game the other night with Darcy Moore, who's a Ford Ruckman, Mark Keane, who's a key defender, and they got rid of bloody Mason Cox. So if you brought in a key to, a key Ford Ruckman in Darcy Cameron, okay. Who they hoped would be able to second ruck and go forward. Correct. Why are you playing Darcy Moore in your forward line when you also have Brody Grundy? That can kick a couple as well. And also, before he got injured, Jordan Degoe, who was arguably one of the best one-on-one players in the competition for a bloke his size, is a bloody fine effort as well. They are an absolute train wreck, Conwood. If you think fucking playing the best defender in the competition inside your forward line is going to help you win a game, you got shit for brains. I'm sorry, that's a ridiculous decision. I'm sorry, you know what a big applied on that club is? What is that, my friend? Watching what Adam Trelaw was doing to the Suns oh, on Saturday oh, afternoon. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, mate, I let it be known to my operations manager at work today. I said, if only Collingwood had a goal-kicking midfielder, mate. And I said, you know what? That Adam Trelaw from Bulldogs is uh, a pretty handy player, isn't he? And the look that he gave me uh, was not complimentary. <laughs> yes, my, yes, Phil's my... going to be lining up a Centrelink next week. Yeah, I probably will be. My, uh, my good wife is uh, still, we're still talking about it during the Bulldogs game. No doubt. No, no, but yeah. I tell Don't you what, worry. like I know... I was, you know how much I even did a, a Facebook status oh, about that Darcy that, Moore. That Dar- was... Darcy Cameron, uh, God bless him, but he, he went forward and he couldn't um, he couldn't catch pneumonia in the Arctic. No, <laughs> he like uh, everything. He just dropped every, every single thing, so that that didn't help proceedings. So at least, I mean, at least Mason Cox. Plugs onto a couple, doesn't he? He does, to, to Big Yang. Yeah, so now, I, I, is, I'm not sure about that selection. There is one question I have for you boys in this game, and it is, it's potentially a big story. Half-time, Jordan Degoe goes and grabs the, his phone and Howie's phone. Now, both of these players at this stage have been ruled out by injury, so <laughs> technically they're not playing anymore, but the rule is that you cannot have your phone, no player can have their phone in their possession until after the, the game. <clears throat> Do Collingwood have... It's been cleared by the Integrity Commission already. It's been cleared by the Integrity it's been Commission. Cleared. So yep. I want to know, do they check... And it's it's hard to tell. Like, Do they check the players' phone checks records to say, you know, don't put money on me as a life... Be- I, I don't know. I'm I, assuming they must have. If, yeah. if they've, they've cleared, been cleared. If the Integrity Commission's cleared it, they must have somehow. But you're right. It's not a good look. This is the same AFL that cleared Melbourne a tanking, but let's just... <clears throat> let's just... Remember that. Right, but move, anyway, moving move on. on. Speaking of Adam Trelaw, yes, Phil, um, watching them against the Suns, I, sure the Suns are future in the first half, but I looked at it more as the doggies just their class, just about at their apex as mm-hmm. well. Um, that team, just through weight of numbers alone, if, if that, they'll get enough ball, get enough supply to be able to kick a score, um, and their defence only held Gold Coast to one goal. I have a question for you, Jez. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck is Josh Corbett? <laughs> I've never heard of him. 12 games he played up to this point, and he kicked three goals, two 
14 touches against the Doggies. Not too bad for... Yes, no. There you go. There's a photo of him. He's 24, key forward, 190 centimetres, 90 kilos. Did his job, very did his good, job well. Very good, very good mark of the ball. But I've never heard of his name. No, uh, no, I, I haven't seen been, him before. No. Never heard of his name before that. So haven't hopefully we see before. some more of see, the young fella. See, aren't we astute judges at the three oh, locally? We, we, we know our players. I tell you what, I'm really impressed by the dogs because they've got a bloke named Steph Martin who's a very solid ruckman. He didn't play in this game. But that gives Tim English an option to play a bit more forward as well. Josh Bruce has found a, a bit of form. Uh, Taylor Jaray, former Hawthorne boy, he's actually playing some pretty good uh, footy for the doggies too. So they, he is. Um, they're primed at the moment. They're, they are probably, well, they're, they're five and zip, and they've been playing four quarters week in, week out. They, they are playing an exciting grand um, footy. They're very hard to beat. Very hard to beat. I, I said at the start of the year they could play in a grand final. Right? Yes. The way they're going at the moment, that's just about the ex- expectation. Well, you, you know what impresses? Miss, sorry, you know what impresses me against the, about the doggies? Yep. Half of their team kicked the goal. They had eleven yeah. goal scorers. They're spreading it around. And I'm, I'm only comparing this because obviously I paid a lot of attention during the Hawthorne Premiership years. Yes. But the Hawks used to have 10, 12, 14 goal kickers week in, week out, and the yep. doggies are doing that with eleven. Now, I'm sure if you go back through the stats, they've actually had a really good spread of goal kickers, not only from their forwards, but from some of their mids that managed to sneak forward and drag opponents as well. The Bont kicked three, playing out of the midfield. Yeah, they would so, do what they want. This is the thing start. that scared me during the off-season with the acquisitions the Doggies got, because this leads to your point of view, mate. When you bring in Trelaw into that mix, and they also kept Josh Dunkley as well, when they yeah. kept Dunkley and also got Trelaw, I was like... Holy shit, the options they have to rotate through the midfield, half forward, yep. through their forward line, half field and through the guts as well, it's scary. And I had, um, I, I, had I threw some money on the dogs and uh, and Jack McRae to get 30 touches. Because I'll give you uh, a name, right? that, that was just about free money. Lin Jong. Can you remember Blake by the name of Lin Jong? Is he still on the list? He, he is. Yeah. Now you tell me, there'd probably be about 10 clubs he'd be in the starting 22. Yep. And uh, it's play, just floating around. like Ed Richards. Ed Richards. As well. Yeah. Yep. Just, it's insane. And it's a shame that Bailey Williams busted his shoulder and he's undergoing surgery tonight, I think, because he was stringing some really good uh, games for the, the doggies. They'll just slot, they'll slot somebody But they've just got another soldier. They'll slot right in for them. So they were... They, they, they played some uh, the champagne Suns, football. The Suns showed a bit of metal in the third, in the third quarter. They did. They uh, come out. They got, got to within about... 34 points or something. Yeah. Been I, I think... For well, the, I mean, the game was over. The heat was out of the contest. The Suns, um, they showed a little bit. Um, you know what the difference between the Suns and the, the, the Saints are? They didn't let themselves get belted. They still tried to show a little something, save a bit of faith, show a bit of respect or, or yeah. for the jumper. <laughs> I don't bloody know, but... Uh, the Giants by two against the Swans. That was a bit of a... Yeah, a bit of a boil over. Um, just while you guys were... I was hoping to catch this before you moved on to the next game. Yeah. While you guys were talking, the Bulldogs have had seven goal kickers, eight goal kickers, ten goal kickers, seven goal kickers, and 11 goal kickers in their first five games. Ooh. Well, you got Bruce, well, you got Bruce and Norton down there to take marks. Yep. And your midfielders are going down and kicking goals. Yep. You, it makes you a very hard team to beat. Oh, absolutely. What, Jason Johannesson, Norm Smith medalist... Um, best and fairest winner, I believe, didn't get a game until what last week, I think. So mm-hmm. the first three rounds, he mm-hmm. was struggling again to the side. So they are primed at the moment. Yes, but the Giants, the Giants beating the Swans by two. I don't think too many people tipped that. To be they honest, they did not. Um, no, and it was in. We had someone at work this week tip nine. It was obviously which is it was insane. Yeah, how do you do that? Yeah, how do you do uh, that? Because you've got no idea about football. Don't I think. know. You pull it out of your ass. Uh, Brisbane, see, the thing for me is, and I had a chat to Rockets earlier today, the thing for me with Essendon is you just don't know what team's going to turn up on the day. Mm-hmm. You don't. Brisbane smashed them, absolutely smashed them all around the ground. Well, I think I think Essendon, it just showed Essendon are who we thought they were. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, they, they'll come out and play a rip snorter once every five weeks maybe because mm-hmm. they've got young players. So. Yeah. They're going to be up and down. Look, see, I take that point, and I'm not saying they're bad by any stretch of the means, but, for example, they beat St Kilda by 75 points in round three. <laughs> they got beaten by three points against Sydney last week. Yeah, they're very like good the against week before, Sydney, yeah. and then And then this week, they got absolutely put away by the Lions by nearly 10 goals. It's what very, I'm getting very, at is... It's very slippery. Yeah. You just don't know which Essendon's going to turn up. 
No, that's the thing. You just Jack don't know. So, and, and being a young, let's well, well, remember, Brisbane were under a bit of heat as well. They, they were, and they're on their home deck. Yeah. Essendon have a very young list. They're clearly, I, I think, it'd be fanciful to say that they're a finals bound team. They are clearly their best and their worst. The gap is a, it's a, huge. It's huge, huge at the moment, and you're hoping to bridge that gap over the next couple of years. Nick Cox is going to be really handy for him. Zach Reed was okay. But as a youngster, you're not expecting him to set the world on fire. Archie Perkins was solid for him too. But if you're an Essendon fan and you see Joe Danaher at your club and he basically wanted out for mm. the better part of two years and then he plays arguably a career-best game against John Mobb, how many TVs do you think got smashed <laughs> the other Several. night if, if you're an Essendon fan? That's just the real... Um, of all the games for him to turn up and do something, it had to be against Bombers fans tonight. I know one Bomber... Fan and he's absolutely filthy at the moment for the fact that they just didn't give Joe up a year earlier to go to Sydney because he said basically that last year was at Essendon he felt like he was just they just took the a piece. pay packet yep taking just the took piece. Pay yeah, packet. collecting checks, checks yeah. collecting checks a la Brad Hill a la Brad but Hill. probably with a little bit more output yeah that's it <laughs> um, Port uh, by half time the game was actually looking pretty pretty good Jez we watched yeah, we, we were watching this over at MH over at MH Sean Harry half place very yes. good context, uh, contest in the first two quarters and then all of a sudden uh, the boys just kind of came out really slow in the second half we damning yeah. for Carlton yeah I think Port would you say Dersmer and Butters are actually some of Port's prime movers now? 100% mate yeah I remember. They have 100%. to be. So, and that's, but that's who you want. You want your young fellas to be your prime movers. I mean, yeah. you can't rely on your Robbie Grage, your Travis Spokes, all those sorts of guys, so like want, they have done for the last you 10 years. Be, uh, yeah, 100%, man. So you wouldn't have been wrong for thinking maybe Carlton are a sneaky chance here. 100%. But, um, yeah, I, I, know, I know you're a fan of Crips, Phil. I don't mind him. Yep. But uh, you, you, we got to call it out when we see it. Um, mm-hmm. he, he was putrid. He didn't have the best game. He was pre- he was putrid, and um, I don't think he's been a great leader this year. I um, that's not doing what he normally does. Yeah, I'm. I'm he's getting uh, he's getting more ball more ball on the outside, and he's trying to well, take some marks on the. Isn't forward. there still talk he's about him doing being what he does. under an injury cloud as well? Because there was a few weeks back, and I wouldn't um, have thought he'd be rest him for five weeks. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm wondering if they are trying to play Crips in a different role. I, I, I don't know because yeah, I'm saying his main strength is being a contested bull, contested beast, and same thing. I've been seeing him getting a lot of the outside ball a lot. So I'm yeah. like, are yeah. they? Is he carrying an injury? Well, you're probably right because he, he laid three tackles. Okay. That probably tells you the story. So I'm there. just wondering if the club goes, okay, this bloke's carrying injuries, only at seventy percent, but Patrick Cripps is seventy percent. It's probably still Cup's best player. But he, um, do we play him out on the outside? 27 disposals at 78%. 12 of them were contested. Normally, if that's 27, they're probably... 20, 20 of them are contested. 20 are contested. If we, looked at, so. if we looked down at Port Adelaide's forward line... Yep. So you've got big Charlie Dixon down there. Uh-huh. You've got Todd Marshall down there. Yep. A very, very nice key forward. You've yep. also got Mitch Georgiatis, who could be anything. Uh, uh, and old team now, Melbourne recruiters were very mm. upset to see him go, seen go to Port Adelaide. Mitch, and also... also on him. Also, Robbie Gray. Yep. Down there. Now, Carlton is still persisting with Levi Casbolt. Mitch McGovern hasn't fired a shot no. in his entire time at Carlton. Harry McKay was pretty ordinary. Yeah. And, uh, and Harry, Harry McKay, um, less, I think... He had a game the, to forget. The fact, the fact that he kicked seven a couple of weeks ago was masking a few issues. 100%, mate. Issues, I think. Um, so, I think that's the difference. Carlton, they might be able to move the ball okay. Yep, but I don't think they're I don't think they're able to kick a winning score most weeks. No, I I really think the Mitch McGovern. We can say with confidence now that Mitch McGovern acquisition was a huge mistake. What did I say at the start of the year? Yeah, he doesn't give a hey, fuck. Yeah, he's running around Cash with that six. jumper on, and yep. it's look. Let's let's be re- let's be realistic. Players pride themselves for the jumper that they wear, and Carlton's got a long and and honoured history. And we're not game. we're not suggesting for a second that any AFL player doesn't go out and try. No, there's trying and there's trying. But yeah. Mitch McGovern just doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he doesn't. He looks like he doesn't want to be there. No, he's got better things to do with his time. That's how he. That's the body language he portrays. That's. I, I would hate to be his teammate because honestly, you just look at the bloke and go, "You could be fucking anything you want." Yep, and you can't be bothered. 
Let's have a look, boys. Williams is arguably on allegedly eight fifty a year. Um, McGovern's on around the same, and Jack Martin apparently is around the six seven hundred thousand dollar mark. Yeah. Now you look at those yeah, three no, players. Williams has been okay. Williams has been okay, but is he worth eight hundred? Martin's grand? barely been out there. Yeah. And, and McGovern, well, we just thought that, but Sack Williams at the moment isn't worth eight hundred and fifty grand a year. No. Nor was he when he's had his best at GWS, in my opinion. No. Now it's that's, okay what, that's for, what it takes. That's what it takes that's to that, pri- yeah, that's that's what it takes the And players. this is yeah. the thing: Carlton need to offer big money to get these players across the line. So, you know, when, when Geelong, there was players like Gary Ablett and, and Jimmy Bartel, they took a haircut. Mitchell Hodge-Lewis, back in, in Hawthorne's uh, prime, they took a haircut for, to, to, to keep the team in contention, where Carlton's basically, I hate using the term, I'm a bit, a bit full of shit. They're like mercenaries. They're just coming in because it's a paycheck. They don't really care about the club. They're not... Dare I say, they're probably not playing for the, the jumper because I tell you what, if Carlton offered me 900 grand a year, I'd go there too, even if they were bloody dogs. Yeah, look, uh, a player like Nate Jones, although he wasn't great. No. He wasn't great yesterday. No, he wasn't. But he, he bloody bleeds for Melbourne, doesn't oh, he? Yeah, he has, does. has done for yeah. what, 12, 15 listen, years. He, he had a press conference today um, uh, to discuss his Strangers game and the emotion and the passion he spoke for, yeah, he bleeds for that club. And then I look at you know, Mitch McGovern's. And, and probably in particular Mitch McGovern because he's been there the longest out of those three blokes. I couldn't see Mitch McGovern coming out and speaking in, with that much passion and enthusiasm about Carlton in the press conference. That's for sure. No. Is it is? I, I, I like I like Sam Walsh. Is he going to turn? He has a crack. Is he going to turn into a game changer? So? Is he going to stick around? <laughs> That's the question you to ask. Um, is he going to turn into a, an absolute? Top line game changer. So, is he going to be of the ilk of a Dustin Martin or Patrick? He doesn't play the same game. I can answer that question. I don't think Carlton have the ability, and they've proven that with their high draft picks over the last 10, 12 years. I don't think Carlton have the ability to turn a player into a game changer. Yeah, like Christian Petrarca is turning into one of those. Yeah, yeah. he's a bit off, but he's getting there. Yeah, yeah. Look, he's, he's on the right path. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he's, he's, there's been there's been glimpses of that. You see it with Petrarchi. You've yeah. seen it with even before. Let's not forget when Dusty Martin first started off. Okay, there was a bloke that went one pick before him called Jack Tringo, who was arguably at that stage their better player. Now have a look at Dustin Martin. Like after about three or four years, we mm. started to see glimpses glimpses of Dusty. Walshy has been in the system three years now. Um, he doesn't have that same damaging effect as a Dangefield or a Petrarca or a, a Martin can do, where they can go in the, you know, inside 15, snag three or four goals in a game if they want to. I hope well. he develops that, though. Cause he I, I hope he does, because he's a beautiful player, and I'd still have him around yeah. in the top... If you redid that 2018 draft, he'd still be one of the top don't three get, players. Don't, don't get me wrong, he's an excellent, excellent player. 100%, mate. I'm just asking whether, if he could, could he actually rise to that level? Mm. I think he sure. could, with the right development and mm. nurturing and all that sort of stuff, but as... Further to your point, mate, when was the last time Carlton did that for the player? It's just, it's, it's, yeah, it's, look, I don't want to beat up on Carlton too much. No. It's, it's damning. Like, they've, they've had some top, top-tier top talent that just haven't gone on to the They just don't level. have a list. I look at that list. I don't no. think that's not... That's it not, doesn't play the window. It's not a does it? No. Yeah. Uh, Dockers got it done by two goals over the Crows at home. That's fine. Yep. Um, the Ds really put the foot down after the third quarter. They did. Uh, in the fourth, they really put Hawks to the sword. Um, for me, watching that game, I was very impressed with the first two quarters. First half. 100% mate, I would be true for some Hawks fans. It was, a, it, was, it, was, it was good. The kids were showing some good signs. Yeah, some no. of the things I didn't like. I mean, yeah, and you know, a couple of things maybe went Hawthorne's way. They might have had a bigger lead. Yeah, potentially. Correct. But that's, that's, that's footy. Um, yep. Some of the things I did like was the kids getting amongst it. So that was really good to see. Um Although I am getting pretty frustrated, and they'll learn this, they'll learn it with time. I'm getting pretty frustrated with players, both both old and new, experienced and not, selling their teammates into trouble. Don't fucking oh, handball to a bloke so who's got times, someone half a step off him. Don't kick it to a three-on-one contest. Take the game on. Yeah, that's just... Uh, I think I've said it a few times. Passing on responsibility, isn't it? That's yeah. right. If you're handballing to a bloke and he gets pinned, he's holding the ball, there's not much could do. I think even one stage, Giath is in the middle of the ground... And I can't remember the Hawthorne player was. We'll say it's Morrison, for example. And he ha- it's this little... A loopy. Ridiculous handball. And as soon as Giath's got it, it's going to have heat on him. And oh, I'm like, absolutely. That's not a way to free up your teammate who's really good running carrier player. You should have 
Yeah. Look, the worst thing for in that in that and I remember that example. In that example, mm. if it's handball to a bloke who's got an opponent half a step off him, mm. or or do something different, just fucking bang it on the boot. Yeah, bang it on the boot. Get get some meter reach. Do well, something. Yeah. It was um, super super disappointing to see because for a half, and then even up to like three quarter time, the Hawks were still in the game. And then Melbourne in that last quarter blew away, kicked eight goals. Have two. we seen the have we seen the best of Jago Amira? Sadly I think we might have, mate. I think injuries might have He was very good. On. And he's, he was very good. He's very a good. very, very good solid player and he'll finish his career as a very good solid player. But I He's never got to that A grade. He's level, never got to that he'll no he'll probably finish that B B plus. He'll never get to the the elite economy. Enough about Hawthorne. Your boys yep. are 5-0. and oh. What they did you what like? They, what they did, what Melbourne did, they did what a good team does. Yeah. Yeah, like we're, we're playing a team we're supposed to be, right? Yeah. And look, they, look, they were, they were supposed to be Hawthorne. They, the way they were going, they were, yeah. where Hawthorne is in their development at the moment, they were supposed to be Hawthorne. So, so in, the, in the last quarter, they, you just took care of business and were ruthless. That's what, a, that's, what a, that's what a good team does, Philip. They do, and... You'd be hard-pressed to find a Melbourne fan to say that they actually 100% believe every week that we could, you know, win the game. When I seen that Bailey Fritch was an out, um, who's, <clears throat> I believe, is our leading goal kicker, I'm not too sure. Well, being you're missing two big forwards. Yeah, yeah and Stephen Brown, Brown as well. And Stephen May. And even I said to you, Brown. there were times in the... the I said Hawthorne could run away with this. I was never confident in that game. I don't know how many times I said, even at three-quarter time... I've got a feeling here. Well, I think th- at that point, the biggest this. lead had been held by both clubs. It was yeah. 11 points up yeah. till three. Nah, Hawthorne is still in the hunt here. Tell what, you who I was impressed with. Yeah. Jakey Lever. Jake Lever. Paying dividends now. Just give him an all-Australian jacket. He has been immense. Um, one that goes underrated is Jaden Hunt was really solid again for really Melbourne. Yeah. He doesn't get... A great amount of possession, but when he does, what I, what I, what I, his disposal efficiency has gone through the roof this season. You know what was what I enjoyed seeing was um, Luke Bruce trying to chase uh, Jaden Hunt <laughs> yeah, down the centre of the ground. You can see the look on Bruce's face is like, oh, I'm struggling. It was, it was very a la Kale Hooker. Yeah, Brad Hill wouldn't bloody do that. Uh, um, he had a crack. Um, what was really pleasing was in the VFL game beforehand. <laughs> I did laugh at that. Oh, that's a <laughs> in the VFL game, in the VFL game, who ironically they're up against Box Hill, uh, Hawthorne's affiliate side. Casey, um, Casey v Box Hill. Wiedemann kicks seven and Brown kicks three. Now I would then, based on form, I believe kicking seven goals, you've knocked down the door to selection. Well, well okay. So you had Mitch Brown in. He yeah. wasn't terrible. He wasn't terrible. But he but he's in because injured. Okay, so he makes way for Wiedemann, and then I go, okay, Ben Brown's fully fit. He's kicked three goals, had 20 touches, something like that. Who does he come in for? And did I go... He, did you watch that game? Uh, the Casey game, no, I didn't. I was going to say, because three, three goals is, you know, three goals is respectable, but it's more, for me, it's more about did he bring his teammates into it as well. Yeah. Three goals doesn't tell that story. No. And I'm thinking, who goes out for... Brown and then Fritches apparently could be back a week earlier. Then I go, who do you bring in for Fritch? I know he'll go out for Brown. Yeah, Jackson. They'll just run Bourne by himself. Yeah, yeah. I'll say to Phil on the way here. They could even just, med- we, just manage Luke that, the Jackson. and Wiedemann because his development is pivotal to that club. Yeah. Wiedemann's played the second ruck role before, um, and but the thing I I like as a D's fan at the moment, it's been a long time since we've had a selection headache like a coach at Melbourne's gone. Oh shit! Who do I pick this week? Because four months ago, when Ben Brown was, um, you know, he got that ten-week injury or whatever, and weed went down two weeks after that. I said to you boys, "Fuck! It's season over. It's going to be a mm. long year. We don't have a forward line for the first five weeks." What Tom McDonald, who was basically told at the end of the last year, "Mate, thanks, but no thanks." If we get a good deal for you at the door, you and Luke Jackson, and only his second year, for them to hold up our forward line with Fritch as well. It's really pleasing to see we're five and zip. A really good test is against Richmond this Saturday night for the D's. And your boys, Jez, got the job done by five goals over North Melbourne. A little bit of a scare early on. Oh, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. They were awful. Yeah, they they, they weren't the they greatest. Were sim- they were awful. Are they... Look, they dominated the entries, dominated the shots, like you should do against a team yeah. like North Melbourne. But they only win by five goals. But just... Yeah. It's things like... 
I know it's things like like fumbling, missing targets. Hmm. Were North are, really put them under that much pressure? Right? North North are very good with their pressure. Mm, their yeah. pressure, pressure gauge was up was was up really. Stevenson solid. Stevenson solid. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, North had some solid players playing oh, for them. Just um, another another player that Collingwood liked to see. Yeah, Stevenson, mate. Uh, Cunnington killed us in the middle, so did... Uh, and, as uh, Cunnington usually does. Yeah, <laughs> He's pretty bloody handy. Uh, Jai Simkin did as well. Just just out of the centre, they were, they were really, really good. Um, it's always been an attitude thing. Yeah. After long, I think. Uh, I, I always get I always get antsy when we're playing like a lower team or a team we should... Team we should I think out. I think you've said you'd prefer to play Richmond than North Melbourne. Yeah, like we're, we're playing West Coast. I'm, yeah. more, I'm more comfortable about playing them in Perth. Yeah, I bet. No, I'm, no I'm more, we're playing West Coast at home this week. No, but you'd be more comfortable playing West Coast in Perth. Yeah, than yeah. North. At I'm more comfortable about Geelong playing the top sides than yeah. playing the lower sides. Yeah, there are three rounds. He'd rather Port at Adelaide, Richmond on the G, and the Eagles at Optus mm. instead of uh, Melbourne North and. Adelaide. Yeah, see, I'm, yeah. well, I'd be confident we'd get at least one of those three. Yeah. Uh, whereas, yeah, you, you played North and Adelaide. Adelaide obviously, Adelaide towed us up. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, there was some very, just some, just some lackluster footage. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure you did say at the start of the season you wouldn't be surprised if Geelong were three and three. No. And you're three and two now. So you're right on the money, mate. You're pretty close you're to... You're a realist. A few, and we're not going to say umpires have done it again, but there's no doubt that a few things happened to Geelong that were potentially lucky in terms of a couple of decisions here and there that maybe have influenced the, the win-loss column. Yeah. But you did say 3-3. Three and three. You're pretty bloody close. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't be any closer anyway. No. Just, no. just, to, just to touch on our list management. Um, okay, so if... Okay, so we don't win it this year. Yeah. So what? Um, I'm, I'm pleased that the club has actually had the balls to... Say, all right, fuck it. Well, they've gone all in, haven't they? Yeah, all right, fuck it. We're going for it. Uh, Let's do. We'll worry about later. Later. Mm. Um, I I hear all the time. Oh, you got to look after the future. Well, no point looking after the future if the now is the now. Correct. Um, We could. We can worry about that. We may end up being a not too distant future being like a Hawthorne or like a North Melbourne. I was going to say, you've got a bloke sitting here who saw his club play four grand finals in a row to yeah. win three, yeah. who are now sitting in the bottom, firmly in the bottom half of the ladder. Mm. Do you think I've got any regrets? No. no. Fuck no. You can give me as much shit about how bad Hawthorne are going right now, but guess what? <laughs> I've had me time. But, oh, uh, I'll give you three clubs. It actually, it actually shows guts by... It actually it show, shows guts by a club. To, uh, we're going to put ourselves out there again. We're going to go for it. Um, and... Just put them, put themselves on the line. Basically. Speaking speaking of going for it, you did you, you you took took away three first rounders for Jez Cameron. He's in this week, according to yep. Chris Scott. He's Teams aren't out yet, obviously, but yeah. Scotty says he's ready to go. You said you were going to give three clubs. Geelong have won three flags over the last 12, 15 years. Yeah, Hawthorne's won four. Yep. Uh, if I'm a Hawthorne or Geelong fan. I'm pretty happy because I tell you, well, in those last 15 years, Freo have got painfully close, didn't salute. Melbourne, Carlton have got nowhere near it. And Essendon haven't won a final in over 15 years. So if I'm Essendon and Geelong and my team's, you know, going to be in the lower... And, and Geelong aren't at the moment. We're hypothesising here. Over the next few years, if it's a tough road for Geelong and Halton, I'm going, as a fan... I've seen three flags in the last 15 years. So what, other well, clubs that haven't can, seen them for well, 60 plus years. Yeah, yeah. Clay and I can have the gumption to wait again and say, all right, it's our, turn, it's our turn to do it and it's our turn. Man, I feel like I'm going to be waiting another 60 years before I see you. Oh, I hope you're not. I don't know I'm either. But um, one thing I wanted to bring up with you, mate, being our uh, resident Geelong expert, Jordan Clark a bit stiff to get omitted. Yeah. He was, wasn't he? Because it's, I thought he was solid against he, Melbourne. He, he missed in... Luke Dalhouse still got a game. So, yeah, uh, I was I was surprised by that. I could understand the narkel omission because yeah. basically he was a replacement for Parfit. But I thought Jordan Clark Parfit oh, Parfit come in super coach. Parfit had a great game. He just came yeah. in and had thirty disposals. Yeah, it was like Jordan, Jordan Clark was stiff. I thought really yeah. stiff. Yeah. yeah, but I think Geelong. I think it would just a word to term Geelong yesterday was just uh, lackluster. Lackluster. Mm. They were just lackluster, and that sort of thing can be fixed. Well, you'd want to you'd want to have you'd want to have a lackluster game against. You're missing targets. You're fumbling, and that that can be worked on, and that can be fixed. Yeah. So. If, if you're ever going to have a lackluster game, you'd want it to be against North. We'll pro- we play something like that against. I Richmond, guarantee you, we'll, we're playing West Coast to, in Geelong. I guarantee you, we'll, we'll be more fired up for that mm, game. Mm. I, I'll 
than than we are for North Melbourne. Friend. It's an attitude thing. Now let's go to uh, our boys. Let's go on to our boys. The boys. Now, the boys. We've gone through this. I'm going first out of, just, out of filling myself. Yes. Do you want to go first? Because we've got a, an addition. Yes. Well, got well, an omission. Uh, oh, well, mine's pretty easy. Mine's it? pretty. Mine's pretty easy. Most, yep. of, most of my boys did really well. Um, they did. Yes. Timmy, Timmy English was. Just going from strength to strength, isn't he? Um, mm-hmm. the, the addition of Steph Martin to that team. Yeah. They can just allow Tim, Tim like English just to go down. Just to add to it. Just to add Jeez, to Norton. I thought about half a second he was putting Steph Martin and his boys just then. No, no, no. Uh, so I'm just saying it was helping Tim English a lot. Um, Zach Butler's I'll keep him there because we, we, he'll be back in a couple, back in a few weeks, a couple of weeks. And he's, a, he's a hard nut. Um, yeah. Dacos is still showing something. He's... Um, yeah. Dacos has got a bit. He's got what like, the one touch about him, didn't it? Mm. Like your very short hands and yeah, he's, he's, his he's, young brother's looking good. And, yeah, oh, he's going to be better. Um, <laughs> and the, the scary better. thing is, they reckon he'd go pick one in an open draft. So unfortunately for Collingwood, with the father son bid, they don't somewhere. have a round a round one pick this year. They are going to be trading for something. They're going to need to give up a shit ton of picks for this. Yeah, uh, Nick, Nick, Nick Dacos. Oh, no, they could probably just give up players like Trelaw. Oh, oh, Philip. No, oh, maybe they could give up Stevenson. Oh, fuck. So, Josh Pendlebury, welcome to the Gold Coast Suns. Yeah, uh, Scott Pendlebury. Pendlebury. Sorry, Pendlebury. Jesus Christ. Yeah, someone will be going there. Um, Darcy Byrne-Jones is was good solid. again. Yep. Um, I don't know where we would be yesterday without Tom Stewart. Mr. Reliable, isn't he? Yeah. Just gets, he gets shit <laughs> Could have been a lot like. worse without him. Um, Zach Bailey. Mm-hmm. Zach Bailey, solid again. He's very solid. But he's just so he's just so good. Gets you solid, doesn't he? Gets me solid. He, <laughs> uh, he just he just he's so good at just getting away from the contest, getting away from tackles. He's, oh, Connor didn't do so well. Uh, he was out. <laughs> Marco <laughs> that's, that's, Connor. Yeah, he got no stats whatsoever. No, yeah. he hurt his hand or ankle or something. Yeah. Ankle, ankle. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. a couple of weeks. Playing yeah. all over the week. Ankle injury. So we might have missed him a little bit. Um, oh. Jordan Ridley, sadly for him. Has hurt himself. I'm not sure how severe that is. Have you boys got any? I moment? believe it's just concussion protocol, so he yeah. just needs to sit out for 12 days. At yeah, yeah. So I believe he'll be back again. I'm not dumping uh, Jordan Ridley out of his side. No, believe you, mate. He'll get picked up pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah I picked him much. As soon and, as he uh, sat out, I'm like, he's in. Bailey Smith was just one of a host of dogs that just ate. And the, they just he just ate. Dying out. Yeah, he had out. a nice piece. It was like a four ninety five. All you can eat a pizza. Zinger, Zinger box. Zinger box. Yeah. Nick Blakey. Ooh. You're fired. You're fired. Ooh. Ouch. And and what Blakey. is a more even bigger indictment on Nick Blakey? I haven't got anybody to come in and replace him. Oi. Oi. Oof. So he's running. He's Oof. running someone. He's running, running so one free. he's just out. I'm going to know to come in here. I'll abide my time with that. But uh, I'm sorry, Nick. Nick Blakey has been terminated. 13 disposals. Get out. Get 13 disposals <laughs> and lackluster the entire season. I gave him a chance. And you gave him a chance and yeah, he's, he, has not, he's out. He's he out. has not rewarded your face. He's, he's, in wrestling terms, he's been beaten up and kicked out of the stable. Oof. Oof. All right, mate. Give us your boys. Oh, Phil's. So the listeners aren't aware of this. There may be our first dispute. Yeah, we might. Up. We might say we So just so, that, just so they're aware, if, if a boy is picked... By Jeez. two people. Is this, yeah. you gonna, I'm going to have a bit of heat on myself. I think. It goes down to uh, a fact-finding mission, and, and the non <laughs> the non competing yes. uh, bloke with no clue is the adjudicator. So, in this case, it'd be Jeremy. I'm hoping. I'm I'm truly hoping that we do get a dispute. But anyway, uh, my boys, Tommy Papley got a tick. Two goals, one. Uh, Errol Goulden, 18 touches. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, lucky Shoal. Oh, Lucky Shoal. One goal, 23 touches. Lucky Neal, two goals, 38 touches, back to his best. Dusty, one goal, 34 touches, back to his best. Isaac Quainor didn't impress me. Harris Andrews didn't impress me. Uh, Jack McRae did, and Chankwath Jaff did. Uh, the fellow that's leaving the stable, I've given him a fair bit of rope, and he's gone and hung himself. Isaac Rankin, you can fuck right off. You're he's, out. he's a bit Hollywood, isn't he? He's yeah, he's very Hollywood. He's very Hollywood, and unfortunately, he hasn't made a good film for a little while. So he's very Tom Cruise in that regard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on that point, and speaking of Tom Cruise, I might be jumping up and down on the couch here like he did. <laughs> I'm going to drag in one, one. <laughs> you like that reference, there? <laughs> I'm going to drag in one Josh Dunkley from the challenge, Western Border. Challenge, there, there, challenge, there, there, challenge, there, challenge, there, challenge, there, challenge, there, challenge, there, challenge. Here we go. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Firstly, 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 no, no, I'm just reel off, your, reel off your five to date, Philip. My five to date. Before we get to the challenge. All right. Um, my five are Christian Petrarca and boy, oh boy, 
Uh, he was looking mighty fine. Um, uh, Maxi Gorn, that's probably one of the best games I've seen Gorn play in a very, very... Like, yeah. he's been solid all year, but that was a real put good the, uh, captain's game. Put the old Supercoach captains up on oh, uh, Monica on him, and he's immense. Yeah. Um, no disrespect to Ben McAvoy here, but he was just going up against oh, he, McAvoy, who's basically he playing as a himself. defender. Yeah. He so, so Gorn just... Gorney dragged him forward half yep. the game. So he wore him Bullied out. Him. Smart, smart rough tackles. Bullied him. Uh, yeah, Gorney, well done. Jack Bowes was solid for Gold Coast, although they got drummed. Uh, he still had something like 22 touches, 18 kicks at 86%. He's just beautiful by hand and foot that way. He did look silky, doesn't he? Uh, Cripper, not his best game. So he was a bit of a meh for me. Um, you're, uh... <laughs> I still laugh at this other bloke he's, he's about to know. And then the big checks in. <laughs> Colman medalist, so I've got Unreal. one point. If the season stopped, I'd already have one point on him. Uh, uh, one, two, three, two, two, three, I think he had. He, he was serviceable for the, um, uh, uh, the pros again. All right. Crumb. All right. Uh, all right. Thanks, Phil. Yeah, Clay, later on. Yeah. Now, this is how this goes. Yeah. I think I'm not I, looking about Josh Duncan. No phones. I don't trust him, by the way. Take his phone off him. Um, this no. is how this should go, I reckon. One stat, one stat. Rather than me going... Here's 10 things about Josh Dunkley, because I might have just okay. got eight uh, fillers. Yes, I want, you, I, want you, I, want, I want to be seduced by some crippling yeah. stats. Okay. I'll start off. You can start off. Just one stat. Yep. One stat or fact. Yep. Uh, Josh Dunkley's dad, Andrew Dunkley, played for the Sydney Swans between 1992 and 2002. He did, yep. We know that. Yes. Mm. Uh, my, my question... My question to our Clayton... No, is, no questions. It's just stats and facts. Oh, my right? stats. My, well, my fact is, does Clayton know who Josh's brother and sister is? Because if it's his boy, if it's his boy, he'd know. And well, I know I, it. You've got a bit of his sister. Got, got a bit a, of a home advantage. His sister's at Laura, who was a, a very good netballer, and also his younger brother Kyle was a former Melbourne Demon listed player. Yeah, of course, I knew that. Yeah, bullshit. You <laughs> hey, prove it. Prove it. Yeah, you prove lie. Prove it. You're playing the man. You know here. You're okay. playing the man, it's, not the ball. Nah, it's okay. I've got it. Yeah. I, I'm, see, I'm a sinking ship here, so I've got another option. <laughs> no, now, I'm, now I'm, so, I'm sorry, boys. This is yeah. totally subjective. I'm not favouring. Yes. I'm not favouring one or the other here. But um, by virtue of the fact that he had more family members on there, I'm going with Phil <laughs> Yes! I had two. I named his mum and dad. He had two. We've still got heaps. No, nah, you said just his dad, Andrew. No, no, keep going. Actually, no, keep going. Roll back the tape. Roll back the tape. <laughs> All I heard was uh, Andrew Dunkley. You're you're gonna you're gonna make the adjudication on the fact that he knows his brother and sister, and, now, and keep, not, no, and not hear what? anything else. No, give him a bit of. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll respectfully say, give the boy a chance. Oh, here we give go. Give the boy a chance, just like my D's gave his mob a chance up until three quarters. <laughs> on. Give the boy a chance. Saying, are you saying? Are you handing it over, Philip? Yeah, yeah. Give him a chance. Give him a chance. All right. Yeah, that's okay. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm not sure about that because we're going fact for fact. You've heard one from each of us and that yeah, was it. Yeah, All right. Sounds... Yeah, you give us another fact. All right. Uh, does Phil know uh, how he's... how if, if you're playing that way, oh, yeah. I, I can play as well. <laughs> does, 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 does Phil know how... Uh... Does, does he's got the studies. He's nervous. No, no. I'm, I'm not I'm nervous on the ropes. Does Phil know uh, what his best finish in the best and fairest was and what year it was, Josh Dunkley? Uh, it would be second in 2018. Incorrect. 2019, mate, but good try. Ah, see? All right, see. all right, Phil, one more chance, mate. One more chance. So now we're one-on-one on one now. You know, my if, boy, if you want to give him that from before. My, my boy, Josh Dunkley, right, uh, has leadership written all over him. So when he was playing for the Calder Cannons, he was actually uh, their captain. And on top of that, at the age of 19 in 2016... Josh Dunkley was the youngest premiership player in that side. In that side he was, actually. Shit, shit, Clayton's got that. You've been doing your Wikipedia <laughs> research as well, mate. Phil, oh, I've just got one question for you, mate. What pick yep. was he drafted with? 26. Incorrect, 25. I'm going to have to roll with Clayton this week. Yeah, no, that's fine. Well done. It was 25. And, uh, and that's only because Sydney actually... Um, uh, they refused could, the father-son. They, refused. they just didn't bid on him. They, they didn't, didn't bid on him. him. And you know what? You'd actually think 
if Sydney had the time again, they probably would have beat him. Well, you know why they didn't? And I, I did read this. They lost players like uh, Nick Malcheski, and they yeah. actually wanted someone in his vein to, to come through. And they said they didn't actually think that Dunkley was all that bad at all, but they, he didn't fit their mould. No, which is a shame because he'd be very good at Sydney. He fits there. every other bloody uh, mould there, doesn't he? He does, doesn't he? But my, my next boy... Um, it's a boy that I had last oh, year. Do I have Dunkley? Is that you've got Dunkley? Okay. So congratulations, well done. That, that, that's a that's a. I reckon if Josh, Dun- Josh Dunkley. Are you, uh, I reckon you spoke. You did. A, he did a Levar ball. He spoke it into existence. He did. I reckon our boy Clay has got the doggies BNF winner teed up there because if it ain't Jack McRae, it's going to be Josh Dunkley. Or, um, or the Bont. Probably or the one, bond. two, three. Yeah, you do know that Bont picks up steam in the back half of the year anyway. Yeah. Um, but my, my other boy that I had in line is a boy that I was pumping up last year before he's absolutely dominating this year. He's about equal seventh in the Coleman. Corey Barclay will be happy with this one. Oscar Welcome Allen. to the stable. Oscar, when my baby goes to Rio, he's Allen. Just, he's just looking, he's looking prime this year, isn't he? Mate, five goals against that. I'll tell you what. the fuck of an organisation. You didn't get just, that. you didn't get Josh Dunkley, but a good consolation prize is Oscar yeah, Allen. I'll tell you what. Quietly. I'm just building up my little, uh, stable of potential common medalists. He was a sp- 22 years old, and if you're a West Coast fan, you go, you know what? If they lost Kennedy or Darling, like one of them just had to retire all of a sudden for whatever reason, you go, you know what? It's fine. We've got Oscar Allen. He is a super player and a Perth boy as well, so the go-home factor's not there either, you would assume. So, uh, yes, welcome right. to the stable Oscar Allen. All right, lads. Uh, tips and go through the leaderboard and... Tips, tips, tips. I've taken the Cats at home versus the Eagles. Uh, I reckon the Swans are going to roll Gold Coast up in Queensland. The Blues will beat Lions down at Marvel. Tigers, and that's a that's a contentious one. Blues over Lions, I think, but I'm tipping them anyway. Tigers will get the job done at the G against the Ds. Uh, Frio will account for Perth at home. The first time this year I'm tipping the Hawks with a bit of confidence. Hawks will get the job done against Adelaide down in Tassie at their fortress down there. Uh, the Dons will win. It's the uh, Anzac Day Clash, I believe, lads. And uh, Port Adelaide will account for St Kilda. And, uh, and the Dogs? And the Dogs. I haven't got that game on my list. Give the me Giants. They're playing the Giants. The Dogs will beat the Giants. Up at, yep. um, it doesn't matter where. No, you, <laughs> you, you can go, sir. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, I've got the Dogs to beat the Giants. I got the uh, yeah, just the Swans just Swans to beat uh, Swan, the Swans to beat the Gold Coast. I'll back Geelong to beat West Coast. Brisbane will beat Carlton. I'm gonna have to tip Richmond. I, Thank you. It's yeah. just one. It's just one of those things where mm-hmm. I'll I'll tip against them when they stop. Mm-hmm. Being Richmond, uh, yep. uh, yeah, yeah. So it's no, no disrespect to Melbourne. What's no, 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 no. I'm tipping Richmond. On That's the, what I was hoping you did, my friend. Yeah, I'm, I'm just tipping Richmond on the fact that I just can't tip against Richmond. Um, uh, I think Freo beat North Melbourne easily. I think I think Hawthorne will get that win over Adelaide. Uh, Adelaide, Adelaide. They've been good. They were kind of come back down to earth a bit against mm. Freo, didn't they? Mm, they did. Yeah. Um, and that's two, weeks, that's two weeks of long travel for Yeah, well, like the Anzac date, it's a very tough game to call. I'll... Well, I'll, sorry, just to, this isn't going to influence your decision, yeah. but part of the reason why I went the Dons over Pies was uh, the outs of Dugowie and Howe. That's, yeah. that's huge to this. Yeah. 100%, because their cupboard's bare. Very bare. They've got very not bare. much in the way of depth to come. No, you know what? I was talking about Collingwood. Play that Fijian basketball that they picked up this week, or the Blake. It's or whatever it was, yeah. What's his name? Oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, I'll still back Collingwood to win and um, Port Adelaide to beat St Kilda comfortably. So you've gone Pies over Dons. Yeah. Yeah, that's different to me. And, Good. Uh, and Lions over Blues. Maybe a chance to catch up on the leaderboard, Jess? Possibly, or stretch further ahead. <laughs> uh, and, and we will go, we'll discuss we'll the leaderboard we'll get that. Yeah, momentarily. Right. And I've sort of this round, and I was 50-50 on a game until he tipped a team, and I will be going the opposite to hopefully... Peaks the uh, one point lead behind risk, him. Risky mood. And it, 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 uh, I'll go the doggies to roll the giants up at Monica Oval. Uh, the cats to get the chocolates at Eagles at home. So the cats. Uh, the swans should account for the Gold Coast up at Metricon Stadium. Um, Brisbane will get the job done against Carlton. I'm oh, fuck it. I'm doing it. I'm going to back in my boys because you went Richmond. I'll go. Oh, Jesus. I'm going the hard tip. I'm going the hard tip there. That's not hit. That's hard. I'm going the D's. I just think 
I just hope that please, God, just win. Um, I'd be balling my fucking yeah, eyes. Stephen May could come back this week. He could too as well. Um, You're going to uh, need him against the Lynch. 100% man. Uh, f- uh, Levy Fre- can't take him both. Fremantle will annihilate North. Uh, Hawthorne, being at Tasmania, will get the Chockies over Adelaide. I'll back in the Bombers to bounce back because they're Jekyll and Hyde, bounce back against the Pies. And Port Adelaide will absolutely rip uh, St Kilda a new one. Very good. Now, in saying that, our leaderboard in our three blokes no clue tipping competition is uh, Jeremy is in first place on 33. Uh, my fine self and Woody are on 32. And Clay rounds out the top four on 31. So it's, um, I think, minus one person who I think is not like on 20 or something. It's pretty close. It's pretty close. The other eight people that we didn't mention are still a, a sneaky chance. And if a few results go their way, they could shoot up the I leaderboard. I still maintain I've got no idea what the fuck happened with round <clears> four because you heard my tips here on on the podcast mm-hmm. and then they didn't reflect what I supposedly put in there. I'm not being a bad sport. No, I'm just I very confused yes, as to how that, yeah. that came out. But anyway, doesn't anyway, matter. It, it is what it is. Tinderlicious. Uh, we move on. Now, now Philip. Yeah, mate. <laughs> Jesus. Yes, Yeah. You've been hanging out for this all week, haven't you, mate? <laughs> yeah, Let, let's give the listeners some context before you go all 20 questions on your Spanish Inquisition. You told us last week, mate, when you were having a, a holiday with your beautiful wife and family and close friends, yes, you actually made it your mission to write to us and say, Tinderlicious was lame. You didn't comment about the rest of the pot. You just said, Tinderlicious was shit out, lame, I'm boring. Saying, I'm not saying the content was shit out. So a lot of questioning, maybe. <laughs> It left, left a bit to be desired. Yes, 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 yes. Anyway. 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 Philip, I'd... Um, yeah, so you... Last... I think it was last week. Uh, you were about yeah. to embark on a second date, were you? Yeah, I was, mate. Yep. Did, that, did that eventuate the second date? It did event- that, uh, eventuate, my friend. Was yeah. at another establishment, was it? It was at another establishment, yep. Yes, yes. And uh, it had the repartee go... Is it... Is it uh, is the repartee flowing between the two? Yeah, the repartee's flowing. Yeah. Was this was this date in a public location with cameras and video evidence? Um. Well, while I was at a pub, they may have CCTV. I would have thought yeah. they would have. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. So you're in, you're at an establishment. Yeah, I was at an establishment. Did you go out for a meal? Did you? Oh, we did go out for a meal. Yeah. yeah. Did you, uh, did you self drive or have a couple of have a couple of reds while you were there? Uh, we both had a glass of tour of red each. Yeah. Oh, oh, very nice. So did that. Uh, Maybe beef up the conversation a bit after a couple of reds, Philip. No, the conversation was already flowing pretty well, which was uh, super nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, very good, very good. Now, obviously, so you, you had a dinner and yeah, we had a dinner, mate. Yeah. The, uh, it's painful, isn't it, Philip? Oh, <laughs> did you decide to? Did you decide to just on the main course or fucking venture up. into any dessert, Philip? Uh, the the uh, I think that you're using innuendo here, my friend. But uh, there was no uh, for for Bain, no, uh, no no inviting him for coffee or anything, Phil. No, no coffee, no inviting him for coffee, no. Um, was this even discussed? It wasn't discussed, no, no. So uh, the thought never entered your mind to maybe broach the subject. Uh, not this evening, no, no. Never, you no. never thought about it once. You never thought, uh, okay, I might just put the question to her. I, I can say with my hand on my heart, although I find her a uh, an attractive young woman, um, I did not consider about inviting her back to the Casa de Filthy for some uh, tea and biscuits, no. No, no. no. There, there was a kiss at the end of the day, but that is... Oh, uh, very that, good. That's, that's No, uh, we're, we're, uh, we're making progress oh, here. Oh, dear God. <laughs> You're a shocker, mate. You're very You're good. And, uh, I love t- watching you squirm during yeah. the last <laughs> <laughs> And this this kiss for them. Oh yes, God. <laughs> was it just 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 fast and like see you later on the cheek? Was it or was it just uh, no in it's the mouth of region? Was it? <laughs> God, fuck God, it. Oh Jesus Christ! 
Uh, it was at the. I'll, I'll give you the play by play. Then seeing you, you, you're desperate for it, mate. It was at the end of the evening. We we're about to go our separate ways. You know, it was a lovely day. Thank you, lovely day. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. And then uh, I, I went in. I, I, I went all in, and uh, there was a bit of a uh, long, uh, was it, longing was it, kiss. Uh, was it reciprocated, Phil? It was reciprocated, which was nice. Did you feel that she was uh, equally keen to? I, I would assu- I would assume so, my friend. The fact that, that she didn't considering that she didn't turn away and may spray me, I think I would say <laughs> that she reciprocated. Yeah. You're making very good progress. Um, and uh, are there any more dates on the horizon? There are some dates. We're just working out a time, etc. So time I'll and place. Yeah, just she had a very just, nice weekend with no, her friends. No, 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 so, no, 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 I've got a question. I've got a, a, a suggestion here. A suggestion. All right. Just let Jeremy know where and when, and he'll come and watch. So that way you don't have to you answer just, these uh, questions. You want, to see, you want to see my head out the window. This is Jay Wolf. Remember, I've got to work with this girl as well, so I'm going to see that it could make when, At what point, how many dates in do you think? The question might arise that instead of possibly going out, maybe a bit of Netflix and chill might be. <laughs> well, you know what, my friend? I actually, um, this girl is a, a very switched on woman. Um, and a bit of a classy brawl. You think would she be into the Netflix and chill? Well, I'm I'm sure that you know all of us at some stage may be interested in Netflix and chill, but I I will say that instead of me using my poor attempts at trying to uh, get a invite to the an extended invite to the cast of the filthy, I will be uh, letting her take the lead. So when she is. Um, so when when she's ready to when uh, she is ready to yes. send an invite to Netflix and chill or you know come back for a cup of coffee, I will be more than uh, ready to um, ready to uh, accept. Well, very good, Phil. I think we we can leave it there. That's all the segments we got, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That is all the segments that we've got. As always, ladies and gents, thank you for listening. No wife corner. No wife corner. Well, actually, I've got a question for you. Jeremy. You don't, um, do you? I do. I do, my friend. Now, normally my friend, uh, if it's Clay picking you up or me picking you up or you even picking uh, Clay yeah, or myself up, either either. Well, we all can do um, on different occasions, yeah. Sometimes you may need to do the... First, uh, first home game for me, by the way. First home game for 2021. Uh... You normally need to do the dishes, and uh, we've discussed this ad nauseum at the pod that, you know, sometimes you try to... You're not telling the whole story. ...shirk the question, but my question to you is, mate, I have it on very good authority that um, someone this evening shirked the responsibility again. So I say shirked. After absolutely torching you, mate. Come on. No, there was no shirking going. Buying fish and chips, mate, so you can rush out the door to get on the... Bloody bin ends, 2018 bloody Cabernet Merlot that you got from your parents, all right? So, so you don't even buy yourself a bottle of wine. You go to bloody mummy and daddy, you get yourself a free bottle of Plonk. Well, they had, then, the kids were there, right? Yeah, then go home. Thanks son. very much, Laurie. <laughs> Thank you very much, Laurie. This was actually quite a good drop. And then you go home to your beautiful wife and three beautiful children and you go, sorry, kids, it's fish and chips tonight so daddy can get the... Get out of dodge and not do dishes. Now, now look, this. Do you reckon they're going to be done by the time you get to? Is that how it went down, mate? We're only telling part of the story. <laughs> now, look, on a Monday, uh, my wife and I, I finish work at 5.30. Yep. I race to my parents to pick up my, my three beautiful children. Yes. Um, on, the, on this occasion, ordinarily of a Monday, I'd get home with the kids and and the wife has already got already got tea started. Got the Hello, the Hello, the Hello Fresh box is at the door. Yep. She, gets, she goes in and starts cooking. Ready and right? raring. All right. Yep. So well, I pull in. We pull in. Up, I pull in after picking up the kids. And, yep. and a car pulls in behind us. Um, and my wife hops out. So she's arriving at the house at the same time as us, Phil. All right. Fair enough. Yes. So uh, after... And, and, looking at, and I was on a pretty tight time frame because initially it was about... Quarter to seven, you were going to pick me up. I, I did. Uh, I did ask you for another fifteen minutes. Grace. You did. You did indeed. Philip. So, um, it, so in order to get get tea cooked, do the dishes, also make my my kids lunch for the next day. Um, it, it, I'm cramming a bit in, Philip. So you were. I took the executive decision. Executive decision to uh, nick down to Rubicon Street Fish Shop. <laughs> 
Get no, ourselves, get so ourselves not, a nice pretty, couple, a nice couple of bits of flake. I was going to say some pretty good fish and chippies there. Very nice, yes, very very tasty. Um, yeah, so get down there and get some, get a couple of bits of flake and some dim sims and, yes. and chips. And the dishes were. I'm not saying there was no dishes. Look. <laughs> The, di- the dishes may have been minimal, but they were still there. They were still there. They okay. still required to be All done. Right. All right. And I'll, and I'll put it to you, and one one K Wharf will, uh, will agree here. Yes. I did manage to do them before before you come and pick oh, me up. Well done. Uh, you know, let's let's uh, let's actually get uh, confirmation oh, on okay. on, uh, on this if uh, said, said person would like to. Um, we will see. Well, we'll see if. Uh, this is the beauty of uh, modern technology. Modern technology. <laughs> All right, so she she didn't pick up. She's probably putting your three beautiful children to bed because you're here sink and plonk and talking shit with us. So, uh, well, to be continued, Jess, because you've got form, mate. You've got form about shirking, just like yeah. Brad Hill does when he shirks a bloody contest. You shirk the dishes, mate. Yeah, come on, Phil. So uh, watch this space, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, wife corner could probably. Oh, be... look here! Oh, oh, he's calling the wife himself. She. Hello. Oh, hello, hello, Kim. Hello. Hello. We 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 just want to settle something. We're we're live on the podcast here, and we're, we're yeah. hearing we're hearing rumours tonight that your dearly uh, dear husband here got fish and chips for dinner, and we're saying it's because he wanted to shirk the responsibility of the dishes. But he said that he has also uh, done some dishes this evening. We're wondering how many dishes were at the Casada Wharf this evening before Jez was able to depart for the podcast. There was five plates. Five plates. (laughs) There was still some there. Oh, mate. Thank you. Maybe a couple of breakfast dishes. And a couple of breakfast dishes. Still a bit. Still a bit. Well, thank you very much for confirming that, Kim, that once again, you you just need to... Carry the responsibility of the Wharf household. Shame on you, Jess. Five plates and a couple of breakfast dishes, and you think you're Mr. King Dingling. Uh, I didn't shirk the responsibility. Have a look at you getting back into him for the, the grilling on Tindalicious. Yeah, yeah right. no, I'm, I'm getting stuck in yeah, here. All right, now. Uh, yeah, thanks, Kim. Thanks for calling us. I'll uh, see you when you get home. Thank so, you, Kim. Uh, <laughs> I just hang up on my wife. <laughs> I'm not sure if you want to be part of the show for that much longer. You no, do know, no, you no, do no. know I've got a spare bed here, mate, if you need it. Yeah, I could be in the bed. There were some dishes there, and I did do them. No, no, that was just a, just a bit of a stitch-up thing. You're like, we're roasting me on the old tinder. It's just very, uh, very good. There. Anyway, uh, I think that's that's it. After that's us. Had that's a, a bit a, of a laugh a at Jess's expense. It's we're a wrap. Yeah, thanks very much. Thanks for listening. Thank you. <clears throat> Take care. Be kind to yourself and each other. It's been real. It's been good, but it hasn't been real good. Thanks, guys.